Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it's not your normal episode of, you know, Live from the Nosebleeds or It's the Riddle Us Damn It. You know, not any of that. But another collaboration with my bro over uh, on his podcast, Meet Me on the Roof. This was a dope conversation. Was really happy we could do this again. Many more coming up. I'm going to put all his info and everything in the bio and the links and all that stuff. Make sure you go over there and check him out. Meet Me on the Roof. He got socials too. It's another, another Wednesday on the roof, and I got a special guest with me. I got Mookie from Don't Bite Your Tongue with Mookie. We're back for another special collaborative episode. You know, the last time it was such a damn great, great time being with my brother and kicking it and doing an episode that I had to invite him back on the roof so we could talk again. You know, this time we got a lot of shit to talk about. It's a lot that's been going on this week. It's the middle of the fucking week hump day. We can't even get through with all this head assery. That's been going on this week. A lot of fucking bullshit has been going on this week. A lot of things going on this week. We got a versus battle with Brandy and Monica that we finally got for the culture. So it's here that people have wanted it. And damn it, if people have not been in their fucking feelings on Facebook this week over Brandy and Monica, you would sincerely think that people knew these girls in the streets, the way they've been acting on Facebook and carrying on. I didn't see a million statuses with people been in their feelings about this. So... Without further ado, Mookie, let's go ahead and talk about this shit on the roof. What's going on? What's good, man? So I'm glad to be back. You know, um, don't bite your tongue on the roof or whatever. We yeah. would like if if the people want it or whatever, they gonna keep getting it. Oh yeah, they gonna get it. I mean, hell, we doing this for the podcast culture. We here. That's it. And I mean, you got your shit going, and and we back. So, what's been on going on in your week? What's been going on in your week? Oh man, so. You know, pretty much like everything we gonna get into and every like just all of it, which you know, you're not really like the big sports guy and everything, but like as far as me right now, like it's Wednesday. Normally I'd watch some wrestling. One of them got moved to a different day because of something. But uh, as far as the NBA, all the games got canceled today because the Bucks walked out. And, you know, pretty much from the fatal shooting, well now, he wasn't fatal, he's still alive, thank God, but that happened in Milwaukee. So shout out to the Bucks and the Brewers for stepping up. It's been a crazy week. We definitely going to touch on that. Um, as far as my week, it's, it's the middle of the week. It's hump day. And like I always ask everybody on my podcast, first of all, how are you doing? Have you taken care of yourself this week? Fuck everybody else and what everybody else think. It's about you and your mental health and your good, great space. And I'm in a good space and a good head place today. And, I'm back on the roof and I'm ready to get it rocking. So, there, <laughs> oh yeah, so um, this versus battle, Brandy and Monica. Like, I mean, first of all, people have really been wanting this shit like since it started. Like, people have really been asking for it, and at first, 
Uh, Monica won't have no parts of it for real, for real. She was like, right. this, won't, this, was, this was not 1998. People have been pitting her and Brandy against each other since 95 when she came out, 94 when Brandy came out. So people really just kind of been been smashing them together and stuff like that and 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 now it's here the versus is here of the damn of the century i mean i ain't gonna say like for for me i'm still biased to jill and erica but if there's not one that i really want to see outside of that would be brandy and monica because i just kind of want to see how it how it's gonna play out some people want drama ain't got time for all of that we don't got time for drama they both grown yeah they both grown like they got kids they both need some record sales like i mean they do at this point i mean i mean i'm just being like honest i mean everybody can call brandy the vocal bible and people can say that monica is washed up but you can't fight facts with facts i mean the thing about it is we all know that brandy is an amazing singer we cannot take that away from her i love brandy um and i like i I like and i love monica so I, i don't really know what the issue is why people are making such a damn a damn hoopla out of this it can never be two at the same time and everything. Like, you know, it's always got to be like, you know, Prince and Michael, you know, Kobe and LeBron, you know, I mean, Jordan didn't really have anybody that was going with him at the time, but you know, Larry and Bird, it was going to be Larry and Bird, um, Bird and Magic, you know, like it's always competition. Always competition. But I'm just like, it was like comparing apples and oranges. It was <laughs> right? like, I mean, apples and oranges. I mean, like Brandy already was out. Like when she came onto the scene, she did backgrounds for Immature. And then, you know, she had already been on Thea, which only lasted for a season and got canceled. And then, I mean, she came out with her first album and then boom, like she, after that first album, she rolled into Moesha and, and that kind of started like kickstarted her. Monica, on the other hand, like didn't have none of that. You know, she was from Atlanta, little ghetto, got signed, you know, she got signed at like 13. So by 14, she recorded the album. Her first album was Miss Thing. And on this thing, like, she sounded like she was a grown-ass woman. First of all, like, what you probably don't even remember because you was young as hell. That's what I was going to ask you. You know, like, this is 94 and 95. I'm two and three, man. Like, yeah, so I'm like, when this album, when Miss Thing came out, your mama wore that damn album out, by the way. I'm just like, oh just like, you that know, sound like, like her. Like, she, um, but the album was a good album. It was really a good album. And, I mean, that was, like, that was, like, really one of her CDs to listen to. Like, she really enjoyed it. And Monica had did some covers up there. Like, she did um, a Let's Straighten It Out cover with Usher. Like, so he was on that album. And she did um, Tell Me If You Still Care from the SOS band. And then, you know, she had her other songs. Like, she had Don't Take It Personal. She had Like This and Like That. She had Before You Walk Out My Life. She had um, she had Skate. It was a lot of songs up there. So, I mean, the album was a solid bop to me, but she sounded like real grown and mature and was singing about grown and mature things at that age that probably somebody her age shouldn't have really been singing about. And, I mean, then Brandy came out, and people don't forget, you know, she was out singing I Want to Be Down with them box braids and Best Friend and, and um, Baby. Can I ask a question about that? Yeah, sure. So... I want to be down because I, I literally was like before we started this, I was re-listening to both and everything, right? Like Monica and Brandy, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just getting some stuff refreshed in my mind. And um, how old is Brandy at I want to be down? So at the I want to be down stage, Brandy was 15. Going, into, <laughs> I'm listening to these lyrics and I'm like, what? Like, she, was, like, <laughs> she, was, she was going into like 16. So, like, so when she recorded, she was like 14, 15 herself, like 15. Man. And so, I mean, but let's not forget now, you know, she had broken hearted with Wanye Morris uh, from 
uh, I was about to say boys in the hood, <laughs> boy, boys to men, Ooh. and uh, right <laughs> sorry, from from boys to men, and allegedly they were dating. But I'm like, he was grown, and she was not even 16. So that's a little pervy for me right there. I always right. thought that shit was like pervy. And um, I listened wild. to the original version of it today because I went back and I've been playing both of their albums just to kind of get back in tune with them. So when this verse has happened, like I can be kind of like in tune with it, you know, live from Tyler Perry studio. Yeah. Live from Tyler Perry studios. Like, so <laughs> I'm not even really going to give like big predictions on that. Like, I mean, you know, I'm a, you know, we're chatting about it a little bit now, but this week I'm doing several episodes leading up to it and getting different people's take on it. So that's, that's going to be interesting to hear people's perspectives because it's like really like on Facebook, I have a lot of people that's team Brandy, but then right. I have a lot of fucking people that's team Monica, like team Monica, like all the way. Like people was just like some people come in. Well, she's the better singer and blah, 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 blah. Monica, da, 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 da. And I'm just like, listen, y'all got to let both of them chicks like live like they both did what they did in their own lanes. Right. And, you know, I'm the, I'm the young blood here and everything. So I guess one of because I have a bunch of questions. One of them is like, OK. Like, and this is no disrespect and everything. They're going 20, right? Yeah, I okay. guess. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure they're going to go 20 for 20. Yeah. Because like, you know, like like we, we, like you even said it earlier and everything too. whatever. It's not going to be a battle. It's, they're going to do, you know, a, a celebration. Yeah, I mean, they like, wanted uh, to celebrate each other, so they didn't, you yeah. know. And I could see them at this point in their career. I mean, Brandy is forty already. Yeah, and uh, Monica will be, she will be forty this year. She'll be forty later in the year. I think her birthday has rolled around yet, but she'll be forty this year, and Brandy will be forty-one. And so, I, I can see them. Like, I don't really foresee drama. I mean. I'm I feel like, like people is, want drama and yeah. it's wild. Like I heard, okay, not even her. I seen the wildest take or whatever. And I guess I'll just say, cause you know, like this, some, this the pod or whatever. And me and you would say this shit if it was just us talking normal. I saw somebody be like, well, you know, Monica, the one that can fight. And I like, yo, I didn't say this or whatever, but like niggas was like, yo, don't make Brandy pull up literally. And I was like, yo, chill. Yeah, I mean, y'all gotta like, stop. Yo. Like people, have, people, have been, <laughs> people have been ruthless. Like on Facebook, so, somebody be like, "Yeah, well, Monica might have been killing the hits, but Brandy killed somebody." And I was yeah. like, "That's yeah. not funny." But it's I'm not, just, man. I mean, it's not funny. Like God knows, it's not. Right. However, comma, this shit is hilarious. I mean, it is what it is. You can't take that away. I mean, you can't take it away. I mean, it's it- there, and you you can't take it away. Another thing too, do you know anything about who Brandy is like you she's married, right? No, to who? Oh no, I was at well, I was asking because I was gonna say, do we know any other cause you brought up like the the you said his name was Wanya, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we know any like other popular people that Brandy's been with? Because you know I know who um Monica's husband was because I mean, of basketball. The, the biggest person that she was dating um back when she was recording the full moon album she got pregnant by one of her producers um robert smith which which she out of that union she had her daughter but they really wasn't married so he like spilt the beans later on because she was doing like an mtv show or whatever what the fuck was that show i don't know if it was like go like go back on al gore's internet and check it to remember the show but i just (laughs) remember like she was doing like a 
behind the scenes of her recording the album and they was talking about how they got married and all that stuff and then she had a baby but then it came out that they were never married she got pregnant out of wedlock and he like dropped the beans on her and and the time kind of ran out ran out there so that's all i kind of re- remember her like really dating so to speak um like i i, I say that because like okay do did you know who the hell like this is this is a real question because of course you know i did did you have a clue who the fuck shannon brown was before he got with monica no <laughs> he no. was a fringe role nba player for like a minute i think he was on the well not even think he was on the lakers for a little bit at some point with kobe i'm actually about to look him up and everything but i'm like what in the world is monica and damn keisha cole doing with french nba players like y'all can't get all-stars like come on man i mean they had to start somewhere i mean listen <laughs> look i mean when i mean i don't know if it was love lust it really could have been the dick and not the um it definitely couldn't have been the basketball game yeah like i mean shannon had a decent career i mean maybe like but weren't he cheating on her he did yeah he he played from like 06 to 2015 so and, that's a decent and that career. was like interesting to me because i remember when monica had her tv show you know all the um, r&b bitches had tv shows back then Facts. and monica had one too you know still standing when she was trying to come back and she was working on that album and that's when she was dating rocco right facts which i don't care what nobody say whatever rocco got some hits or whatever i'm gonna play to this day (laughs) i do not care honestly um i can't even remember songs rocco did right now i'll send you one later or whatever wasn't it did uh, he do that song i'ma do me or i'ma do me i'ma do me i think that's him yeah i'm pretty sure so i remember that song i mean if that's him and if it's not we just put a lot of songs with gucci or whatever because you know of course all the atlanta niggas do songs with gucci Mm -hmm. and uh he was he originally signed future before future was like you know hendrix before he was was toxic uh he was still toxic (laughs) we we just didn't know who he was yet we just thought he was another atlanta nigga but he had like dungeon family ties we're like who like what is this guy yeah, we didn't so, expect him to be this. No, so I mean, like, and then like the other thing that I had to like get on, and I had to kind of state was when you look at charted songs. So yes. as a solo artist with just their songs, um, and I'm not talking about, I'm just talking about singles that they came out with. Monica had 35 charted songs, and Brandy or released 35 singles. Brandy released 30. And so out of the 35 to 30, Monica outnumbered her in number one hits on the Mm. U.S. 100 and the R&B charts. However, Brandy has sold, God, millions of more albums than Monica. Because, I mean, Never Say Never went 17 mil worldwide. I mean, you got to understand on that time, she was my own Moesha. She, um... She was doing a lot of videos on TRL, and then she did the double platinum movie with Diana Ross, and she pubbed some of those songs as her character, like, was trying to be, like, this up-and-coming R&B star. And, you know, have you seen double platinum before? I don't think I have, no. Okay. Well, you I don't remember that. Yeah, like, I mean, that was, like, one of my little favorite made-for-TV movies. It came on ABC. Oh, man. Like, on a Sunday <laughs> night. And so, basically, like, on double platinum, um, Diana Ross, like, they was living in Atlanta. 
and Diana Ross was like married to this man, but she was like a little nightclub singer. And so like this man came to check her out at the nightclub to hear her sing. And he was like, well, look, I want to sign you. And like, you got to go ahead and come to New York like right away. Are you going to miss this opportunity? So basically, like basically she went home. She told her husband, you know, you know, this man want to sign me. He already really didn't like her singing in the clubs and shit like that. He was like, you need to be at home with your daughter, like stay at home type of shit. Like she was on quarantine and shit. For her right. child, and so like, yeah, so, so like, he was just like already like no. So in the middle of the night, bitch packed her bags and and went to New York. So she done left her child, and she done left the husband and everything. So fast forward, like, um, they have this radio contest or whatever like that. So Diana Ross, who um her fake name, or her name in the movie was Olivia King. So at this point, she's a she's a superstar. And so, um, Brandy name is, um, Kayla. And so they have this radio contest and, um, Kayla with a C or a K. I think with a K. <laughs> but, uh, so they have this radio contest and, um, Olivia rigs it so that Kayla wins the contest. And so she gets to meet her and, and, and blah, 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 blah. And, um, she goes see Kayla perform and all of that. And then finally, like before she leave or something like that. I think she tell her that she's her mother. And so like that that just you already know how Brandy's acting was back then and when she was on Moesha yeah. and how like over dramatic she was. So like right then and there, like, you know, she started acting like that um problematic bitch that she was acting like on Moesha. I'm about and, to say, can we talk about her um can we talk about her acting career on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood? Um, you know, I really didn't watch Love and Hip Hop. Okay, so I haven't watched any of the Love and Hip Hops in a while, but one of the last seasons I remember watching the Hollywood, she was also with her mom as far as they really weren't feeling it with Miss Princess Love, mm. a.k.a. Ray J's wife slash baby's mom slash whatever else. Slash on and off again. So I used to watch some of Hollywood. Not enough to keep up with it. Like out of all the Love Man. and Hip Hops, Atlanta was my favorite. Oh, fast. Atlanta is Atlanta, Atlanta took over New York as like the yeah, state. Yeah, I mean, because I used to watch New York and I watched Atlanta, but then New York started getting real stupid. Like after Jim Jones and all of that, like it, it didn't really come in when Mandisi's went to jail. It was Man. a lot. It, like, it, it, it had dried and flattened out. And then Keisha Cole, not Keisha Cole, fucking K. Michelle slid on like every, every, uh, she was in every city <laughs> on it. Like she had a damn contract. Yeah, Andy did that for a little bit too. I don't care. Yeah, like, I mean, they was like sliding between, uh, each show. But I mean, Brandy going back to double platinum. Yeah. Brandy, like, you know, she go through this whole little thing, this raggedy manager that want to bone her. I was like, so I didn't, you know, they reconcile and they perform together. And, um, so basically Brandy had her never say never album out and Diana Ross had an album out as well. So they basically was just kind of pubbing their songs in this movie. They knew songs out their album in this movie, like, or whatever, but I actually enjoy it. I have the movie on DVD and the movie is on Netflix. If you want to watch it. I'm gonna have to check um, yeah, that. You have now. to go catch it out. The movie's hilarious because it's a lot of really like low budget acting, for real, for real. But <laughs> our, I mean, our, our favorites, then. shit. Yeah, I'll I mean, be so, here so, wild. So it was like right up. It was like so you know me, and if you know, you know. Like you gonna you watch that movie and you gonna laugh because you just gonna pick out all the bad spots in it. You just gonna be laughing at you gonna be. Weak. I'm gonna hit you with a line. You be like, what? And I'm be like, I'm watching the movie. You can watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't wait now. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, uh, that's. That that movie, so at, at that particular time, so she had that, so that's what helped boost the Never Say Never album, like right. like big time. So she had like many avenues, and then she took a little break, and um, she came back out 
where by this time Moesha had been canceled and Mo, the way Moesha like the the way the series ended was real stupid. We still want to know who the hell kidnapped Miles, where the hell Dorian was, who was pregnant, was Nisi pregnant, like all of this what stuff. And I mean, hell? I know like they're talking about a reboot, but hell, half the people that was on Moesha is dead. So I, I was about to ask you. I'm like, yo, they they gonna reboot it? What's gonna be their kids? Because you know, that's what everybody does now. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. I I cringe to even think about that. So I mean, that that's what catapulted her. And so like after that, you know, she came out. She came out with the Full Moon album, and the Full Moon album. A lot of people didn't appreciate that album when it came out. You know, it was very slept on. A lot of people didn't get it. I liked the album off first rip. So that's really kind of what turned me into really liking brandy i had the never say never album i enjoyed it but i really and by this time the, this is oh two right yeah this is oh two so this is okay, my yeah. this is senior year high school when right. this album comes out and um you know i'm really enjoying it i'm bumping it so then she take a break and so like you know after that she had aphrodisiac and she changes producers she's not working with rodney jerkins so rodney jerkins has helmed the production of never say never and full moon and then she moves into the aphrodisiac album which is produced by timberland majority timberland produced oh, probably 85 percent of that album with kanye west producing a few tracks up there and then okay. um maybe in like another random but timberland did the bulk of the production on the album now that album was like what kind of didn't really do well chart wise like um she had um talk about our love featuring kanye west which was a hit she had who is she to you um and uh, she did Aphrodisiac as a single. It didn't really do well charted. And so that album just kind of slid in the crates. And that's not a lot of people's favorite album. So then after that point, she takes like a four-year break from music. Yeah. And then she comes out with the Human album. The Human album, and I don't really know too many people who like that album. You know, you get a chance, you go back and listen to it. I couldn't even really tell you a whole lot about that album because it's just not outside of the right here departed and the long that long distance song that she had because here in greensboro on 97.1 they played that song every fucking night at the same time and i'm we'll hear her singing about this long distance is killing me and so she had like she had got i don't know she got dropped from her label and she was on epic when that album came out and then you take another break four years later she comes out with the 211 album so that's when she had like to put it on um now i've heard this one is incredible yeah so you by this time we me and you living upstairs so i was right. listening to this cd quite often and um i actually rocked with the 211 album it it was it was pretty dope like um but it didn't get the credit it deserved either it didn't really do it didn't chart well like i mean she had like a number two three r&b hit with um chris brown put it down and okay. um everything after that just didn't do well and then now she came out this year with b7 and B7 is one of those albums that have to grow on you. Some people like it off gate and some people don't like it. Some people say it put them to sleep. Some people, <laughs> some people really don't like it. So, I mean, you know, you can't force people to like it. I mean, people didn't like the Full Moon album at first, but it grew on it. And so, uh, for those of you who are listening, I'll be doing a Full Moon review and uh, also another pre versus just prediction with some what people I would call like brandiologists. I'm trying to find some Monica folks out there, team Monica folks that want to be on the roof and talk about it. But um, just tune into that episode later on in the week. But yeah, so she had that, and that's kind of where she fell. But with Monica, 
Monica, you know, she did her album, but she she really didn't do the numbers, but she did singles. I look I was at about to say two two things before you get to Monica. So I'm I'm looking at this this album cover that you said for um God, what was it? oh the human album. First off, this cover to me is kind of funny. And then like, why was we doing this terrible looking like fonts in this this whole era? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. That like why why did we used to do that? And also the second one, because like you said, Chris Brown was on that uh the the joint on two eleven. That is still one of my favorite tracks off of X, the track that um Brandy jumped on to do better. Uh-huh. That shit's flames. Yeah, I mean like so I go through I go back and listen to that all the time. Well see when Brandy get on the track, she know how to lace the track. She know how to fill it in with all the vocals and the backgrounds and stuff like that. You know, she's called the vocal bible and somebody's gonna break it down to me on one of these episodes why she's called that. I mean I can understand, right. you know, she texture wise and background wise, I mean she works very hard in the studio to achieve that sound that she does. I mean, and it's a unique sound that you can call the brandy sound because there's nobody else's sound but hers. But with right. Monica <clears throat> Monica is a singles artist. Like she she put out singles. Like I mean, and she got timeless songs. Like Monica got some ballads that's going to stick around. Like every time I think about why I love you so much, um yes. why I think about for you I will, you know, when I think about my why, when I think about like for you I will, when I think about Angel of Mine, um you should have known better. Um everything to me, love all over me. Like, you know, she she put out songs like kinda like that people in the hood can relate to. New like, Monica. She, yeah, like <laughs> listen, and that was another meme that had me with that was like brand um, that was like Missy ain't never yell new brandy. Yo, she gotta bring out she gotta bring out Missy just to do it. I swear. But I mean like in the and in that regards, I mean, while Missy was working with Monica, Timberland was with Brandy. So I mean Nice. Kind of like an influence there. So, I mean, Monica was like a singles artist. I mean, like, she really didn't have the complete album. Like, I feel like Brandy, Brandy makes concept albums. Like, from Full Moon on down was concept albums. And um, Never Say Never kind of told the story, too. But Full Moon, right. like, really, like, when you listen to it and the way all the songs flow, she started doing flowetic albums where everything flowed into the next track. And so that was, like, the, like, wave, the wavelength that she was on. But with Monica, Monica would just have songs. And, I mean, she would release her best songs. I mean, you know, she was going to always give you a little ratchet uh, song that she was going to come out with, like on So Gone, when she (laughs) said she was going to kick down the door and slap your chick. And that's what everybody calling them shoes. (laughs) Before you walk out of my life. (laughs) So somebody was like, are these the kick down your door and slap your chick 12s? Or something like that. (laughs) Or one of, like, the shoes that she got. So, you know. She she's a a singles person, you know, if you get into her. But but people I got tired of people on social media trying to come for Monica like she won't shit. Like what you're not going to do is like come for Monica like that. Monica had songs and Monica had her moments and I can pull up videos where both of them are not sounding great. So we can't sit here and flex on one and be like, well, you know, Brandy's vocal Bible and, you know, Monica's just ghetto as fuck and she don't have, she don't have the accolades and blah, blah, blah. And when you just said that, it made me think of like how people will say, oh, well, Kendrick has like the albums and everything. And, you know, Drake doesn't necessarily care about that or whatever because he just has singles, even though, you know, I'm just like, come on, man, you ain't going to discredit entire albums. But like, you know, that could be like the same comparison, I guess. Right. So, I mean. It's like either you do, you don't, you will, you won't. So, I mean, you either like them or you don't. Right. And I mean, and that's like the bottom line on it. I mean, you can't really discount either one of them. 
because they both have had major contributions to R and B. Like is I feel like as far as the ba- the excuse me not the battle the verses you know the experience yeah there we go <laughs> like we all win yes I celebrate who's gonna celebrate better is the yeah. real question yeah, you know I, mean, I heard that joke before <laughs> we they, uh, we're we're winning here first right. of all because we almost didn't get this battle right we almost didn't get it so now the fact that we have it um, we gotta appreciate it and I, uh, people need to get their bag and just enjoy the music like. People would have been, well, if Brandy would have went like against the Jasmine Sullivan or something like that, then the people that's diehard then would have been like, they would have started throwing shade she's at scared Jasmine. Of, she's scared of well, Monica, she though, she, like well, that she couldn't, she couldn't, well, Jasmine couldn't never lose weight. And da, 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 da. I mean, like, they oh, would just God. start coming, they would start coming out with all of this bogus stuff to, to make somebody else like look better. Like, no, just enjoy the music. Like, I didn't see nobody, uh, doing this when Jill Scott and Erica Badu did this one. Nobody talking about neither one of their voice. Everybody was just talking about, Oh, that was such a vibe. And it was, we like, all our and it, was, and it was, it was womanhood and it was like womanhood and, and, and estrogen power and all of this stuff <laughs> until now. Then, you know, then we rolled into the, we are black women and we, um, we did not tear each other down. We build each other up to yeah. when these two announced that they're doing the verses and all I saw was like all these damn black ass people on my timeline tearing their ass down. So stop posting shit that you're not really going to talk about. That you well, can not can, really can I about. say something or whatever? And like, I don't want you to, well, you ain't going to get mad at me, but like, no. you know what I think it is? Talk your shit. This is, this is your, like, like, okay, cause you know how people always say, well, my era, like, we're just, you know, we can't take jokes and, you know, we're not as tough or hard or whatever. This is 90s ass niggas still stuck in the 90s or whatever and trying to bring 90s energy to like 2020s social media. (laughs) That's dead ass what this is. (laughs) But the thing about it is, like, another thing get on my nerves, like, I posted a status yesterday when I was just like, okay, so we just gonna talk about the hits here. And so I posted, like, like the charted hits and i talked about that on brandy's last charted song which was in 2012 it was number 86 on the charts and with monica's last charted song on the charts was number 21 which was in 2019 so you know and then here we go with people with their deflective reading and responses well da 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 and da 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 no you read and interpret <laughs> shit the way you want to interpret it and i don't have time for that to go debate your fucking mama with that and not they feel like they felt like you was coming at their favor they ain't like that well i ain't got time for that debate your fucking mama and play with your damn stuff and don't fucking come <laughs> with me like that go play nah, with I your bitch. play with your bitch don't play with me <laughs> like right? i don't have time like and i said what i said and i and i don't care about equality versus quantity or nothing like that it's just facts i'm not taking away from neither one of them because i ain't biased to neither one of them because right. when you start talking about vocals and shit like that if you ain't talking about whitney you ain't talking about mariah i'm I'm good celine my people i like to listen to patty aretha stuff like that i mean i enjoy them and and all of that you could have they little whoop de whoop but my vocal Bible, my vocal everything is Whitney Elizabeth Houston, period. So <laughs> I, I, I'm i good on like all the other banter, but I just get tired of people like coming on and, and, and want to halfway read shit. No, read it for what it was and just respond. It is what it is. I'm not telling you to pick this person or who being better of this person, no, uh, anything like that. I don't give a fuck about that. Facts are facts and statements are statements. And yep. again, like, 10 years ago people weren't saying shit about neither one of them 
Nah. At that point, people was talking about how washed up both of them was. Oh, yikes. I'm just saying. I, I'm just, I just saying. always at, remember. At that point, Brandy was coming off of that car accident. Monica was just getting on TV trying to promote that um, Still Standing album in 2010, uh, 2010. She was on TV. Yeah. So, I mean, mm. that's just kind of how I feel about it. I don't, I just want to kind of just sit back, enjoy the music because I have songs by both of them that I enjoy. And like I always say, I know Brandy has the better voice. I'm not refuting yeah. that at all, but don't play Monica like she did not have contributions and like she didn't matter. That's exactly. the only thing I'm saying on that. And so I'm done with that. But the next thing that I really want to fucking get into on this damn roof. What's up? And your mama probably going to be mad. She probably ain't. Oh, she going to probably give a damn. But her boy Jaheem that she loves so much that look like the neighborhood crackhead. <laughs> like he looks like a genie in a crack bottle. Man, that nigga. Like you come up and now talking about you a Trump supporter. Talking about you uh. What the hell? He told me he want to speak out and he start nigga. You need to go looking for your career because that shit been missing. Just in case um, you don't make it home tonight, <laughs> um, I want you to slap yourself upside the damn head and realize how head assery you are. Man, when I say literally, like <sighs> it got to be in that shit he's smoking because you know that it, nigga look cracked out. We we still laugh about that damn suit that he wore to wasn't that Whitney's funeral. Yes, that blueberry suit. That <laughs> that bright blue suit. Yeah, looking like he was the Papa Smurf out here and everything. And you know, I'm trying to remember because I now I'm pretty sure I know Ghetto Love. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure Mom played the hell out of it. Oh, did she not? I know that I, album for and that was she. Some reason it's not popping in out. my head, but I'm pretty sure I know it because this album cover. I know I've seen this shit. Admit. Oh no, I'm going through these songs. Yeah, Mama did play the hell out of this. Twenty one records. He man. went from putting that woman first to putting Trump first. Yikes! So I guess I, I don't know. Trump must be getting, giving him some really good meth to to come out and say this stuff because you've had some head ass free folks that's been coming out with these statements and this support of Donald Trump. Man, like when I say it's been a rough week, like my like this happened. Um, that. That idiot from Kentucky and everything or whatever who I just want to say, like, you talking at the Republican convention, whatever the hell that joint is called. I ain't been watching any of these shits. But my joint is like, for you to mention Breonna Taylor's name and then to turn this into some flip or whatever around all these white folks or whatever. I love listening to Donkey of the Day earlier or whatever, where they was just like, you know. He's a job turkey, as you know, like Charlemagne said, as my daddy would say, you know, it's a job turkey or whatever. Go to his page and just post turkeys. Okay. And of course, I had to go up there and post a bunch of turkeys because why not, man? I'm sorry. Like, so I was, I hit my homie after this and was like, so, so what's funnier between coon and job turkey? Because I'm, I'm willing to, I'm willing to bring job turkey back. And I'm just ready for somebody like, I don't know, Terry Crews, dumbass or whatever to come out and be like, well, you know, he has a point here because you can be black and a Republican. Nobody's saying this, but like, you if just sound Terry like Crews don't take his old neck bone, creatine drinking, steroid taking ass somewhere and sit the fuck down and go, um, who the fuck was he infatuated with? Um, and Friday, next Friday, Tupac. Who, who uh, was it? Oh, oh yeah, it was Pac. Yeah, Tupac. If he don't go somewhere and fucking 
play with his damn self and think it, about Tupac. We kept going to scenes of him um, bobbing out to how do you want it? Yeah, how do you want it? Right, exactly. <laughs> he don't go take his ass somewhere and fucking go sit down with my fucking uh, everybody hates Chris ass. Somewhere and sit down. He Also, I love the actor that played Chris came out and was like, yeah, we ain't rocking with that same movement over here. Like, that's not happening. He came out and was like, nope, um, not over here. Yeah, not over here. No, we're not having it. They ain't buying it and we ain't for it. He ruined some of my classics. I'm like, yo, I got to go back and think about this nigga when I see Friday After Next, when I go back and check White Chicks. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I, it's just it's just a lot of head assery. And then I'm still trying to figure out, you know, uh, Miss First Lady of the porno house gave her speech. And I'm trying to figure out how, who she stole it from. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, God, we forgot she'd be out here copyright, uh, you know. Copyright and copyright and everything. She, she takes the flashy. Like no, girl, you stole Copy it. Copy and paste. Yeah. <laughs> Control V. Yikes, man. I just. Jahi, man. And then, like, too, um, I, I don't know if a lot of people on the roof will know who this person is or whatever, but Herschel Walker came out as a Trump supporter this week, too. And Herschel Walker is one of the best football players of all time. And it's like, yo, you a down south country dude. And I, I get it, you know, like some country black people or whatever, but like, come on, man. Like, really? Herschel? That hurt my heart, man. Like, my boy was like, I fuck with Herschel. This is ridiculous. Guess what? You know what a dead body does when it rides to the funeral home? It rides on a hearse. So Herschel <laughs> Walker, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> you, you've been, and, and, you were never on my roof, but you, you've been, yeah. you've been knocked out the roof. And this is my thing, whatever, like, I know my audience and, you know, like, my brother knows me, of course. And I have so many white friends or whatever. I deal with so many white people you or whatever. Do. Your but, like, best friend, you have been at some very redneck weddings, okay? And I I have. But, you like, have. you you know me or whatever, and you've never heard me say anything or whatever about not being black. Okay. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? First not of all, if you, never first of all, let me say this. If you ever came at my face and started talking anything sideways about anything else, I will knock this shit out of you. Literally. Well, first off, you know that will never happen anyways and everything because how we was raised off rip. But right. what the hell do I even look like? Like, I am... I, like I, I'm, I'm a black man out here, man. Like this is ridiculous. Uh-huh. Like it's, it's pure ridiculous. I'm like, like I never want to hear this thing or whatever. Of like, you know, well, it's like this now, whatever. Like, yo, you forgot where the hell you from? No, I think he forgot. Somebody need to, um, somebody need to re- uh, remind him. We move forward in life. We grow. We want to like succeed or whatever. Like, but just going this far, like right, it, like quote unquote right. Nah, man, that ain't it. We got too many. It, we got too many people out here that's setting us back. Y'all, y'all so worried about people sitting home getting unemployment and waiting on stimulus checks, but y'all coming out here with y'all celebrity head asses and setting us the fuck back as people. Listen yeah. here, people, get the fuck out and vote. Get out and vote. A voteless people is a hopeless people. You need to get out and exercise your right. And as cliche as you think it is, our forefathers and everybody else marched. They didn't march for this shit, and they was not getting hung. They were not getting sprayed down, maced, dogged, attacked, whatever, to get the right to vote for you not to exercise that right. I don't give a fuck if it was a turd that was going against Donald Trump. Guess what? My big black ass is going to be right down at that pole for a damn shit twerk or whoever the hell is going to be that's voting because I, I, i'm tired get out and for and everyone vote. that says you know oh well it doesn't matter if it doesn't matter so much why the hell don't they want us to do it 
Think about it now. Come on. I mean, we ain't over here, you know, oh, open your third eye, hotep ass, donations, Dr. Umar. But, like, come on, man. It's, it's, it's levels, man. It's levels. Right. So get your ass out and vote. And meanwhile, while you get out and vote, we need to arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Come on, say it one more time. Arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. They they still out here free and shit, and I ain't understanding why. I'm not understanding. I'm not understanding why you gonna forever say her name. I said every episode, and I think I missed it the last episode. But you know what, baby girl, I'm always thinking about you. It's Wednesday, and you my woman crush Wednesday. She she's on the back of all the WNBA players. You know, like like my. LeBron's been saying it just all the time and everything. I remember before the, this joint even started, it was players who was like, yeah, so in this press conference, all I'm going to say is arrest the cops to kill Breonna Taylor. If you want anything else or whatever, you're not going to get it. That's all you're getting out of me today. That's it. <laughs> period. <laughs> you know, period. like they, they tried to they tried to take out, well, not try, like tried or whatever, but like it was an NFL player, their quarterback, uh, Tyrod Taylor, and he was talking to some homies during practice. He was saying they really want to do something, whatever, arrest the cops to kill Breonna Taylor. And I put that in, you know, in the news or whatever. That's why I was going to say, <laughs> but listen, if you got some shit you want to talk about me and say about me, arrest the cops to kill Breonna Taylor. That's the shit that we need to be talking about right now. That's it. Something we need to be talking about because they still out here roaming free and she dead as fuck. They came in there and shot her up. She dead. They still out here. Ain't nobody shot them up. What's what, what's going on? And my thing about it is, like, it's already ridiculous. But then, like, to know the the levels of cover-up, like, yo, like, niggas would think we watching Scandal. And I never even watched that show, you know? You know, that was my show. Right. I, I need to go back and, like, watch it. I think it's fully still on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and do that one day. I keep saying, like, summertime, whatever, is going to be a good time where I can just watch shows I've never done, like The Wire and shit. But, like, this summer was just kind of weird. Yeah, I've really um, caught up with a lot of TV. Like, and just shout-outs right now. Y'all out here on the roof. P-Valley, I talked about in another episode. Listen, I'm all caught up now. I, I need just, to I need to get a Stars account because I've heard that's dope. I'll give you my login. But... Um, to watch it. I mean, the show is like amazing. I mean, down in the valley where the girls get naked. Okay, we that shows everything. So I probably give me another little mini. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about it and just kind of break it down and dissect it a little bit on the roof. But if you don't have a chance, catch P Valley. It's on Stars. Get your login. Somebody that you can't have mine. Listen, my brothers don't get mine. <laughs> you can't have my login, but but get it. Facts. Um, it's a lot of. Actually, on the stars app for real, for us, a lot of different shows up there. Like I was watching episodes of The Parenthood. Okay. Um, they got a lot of um, a lot of different like shows up there and like different movies. I was watching The Five Heartbeats. It's a lot of shit up there. So I mean, do you know I need to watch that as an adult? Go ahead. You're I'm well. sure. I'm sure it's like you know. I remember a lot of it. But I need to like rewatch that as an adult because I feel like now it's gonna hit a lot harder. Kind of like the Temptations a couple of years ago, where I was like, "Oh, so these niggas was just going through it." <laughs> like, Listen. damn. Oh yeah, they went through it through the eyes of Otis. <laughs> you know, you yeah, you. Our, 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 some of my favorite quotes of all time. Ain't nobody here to see you, Otis. Right. And yeah. tickets to the show tomorrow. Like, right? You know, tomorrow I'll be there, nigga. This was the other day. Right. He was like, really? I done missed another gig? Damn. <laughs> so, I mean, they, I mean, but the they thing do play is, the fuck out of that role. I mean, so that's one of my favorite movies. I watch that movie every time it come on. <laughs> However, Otis Williams got sued over that movie. 
Yikes. Because people was like he was lying. He pulled a Dr. Dre on straight out of Compton. <laughs> okay. Where that nigga just got on a high-speed chase. I was like, what? And I and, and, and pause for the cause for a second. I got a shout-out um, tonight on the roof. I'm definitely catching me a vibe with some crown and um, and some crown pineapple. I mean, some crown and some uh, crayon pineapple. That's my drink for the night nice. on the roof. And then I got snacks sponsored by Insomnia Cookies um, over on Tate Street. They um, Tonight, I got me some... Um, I had a little cookie special the other night, but I had a couple of cookies left over, so that's my snack on the roof. And of course, I got my strange clouds as always. I about to say we got an insomnia cookies up uh, down the road too, whatever. Like yo, that double chocolate chips, crazy. Yeah, I like the. Um, <clears throat> they got this oatmeal, oatmeal uh, pecan chocolate chunk cookie. It's really your grandma, good. your grandma stay uh, getting us with some oatmeal cookies. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was her bread and butter right there, man. Oh yeah, them damn ginger snaps. Oh fucking ginger snaps. All that being said, um, Jaheem, get out of here, man. Oh yeah, or he's done. Get, get off that stuff. Like yeah, I mean he's done. Like I, I mean first of all, I don't even play your shit like that, anyways. And um, you're done. Like so, I'm gonna have to throw your CDs off the roof. Like you, you probably snorting coke off of them anyway. So. On to the next. <laughs> I, I'm just- also, also, very last thing on ever, and it's gonna sound like funny and and just wild real quick. At first, when you texted me and said Jaheem, I was like, okay, let me double check whatever, because I know that's the nigga that we laugh at about that suit. But I was like, please don't tell me it's Joe whatever. Like you know, because I've been bumping Joe lately whatever. <laughs> and I was like, oh god, thank you, think it's not Joe because your mama played the living. Excuse me, your mom and Miss Cheryl or whatever. When I'd be in the car with them, they played the hell out that Better Days album. You hear me? Your I think it was from like 05 or something. Your mama played the hell out of any CD. Yeah, that's that bad. She has. Yeah. Like, she would just wear that shit out. And let's not even get on Christmas music. Oh, my God. G made me another Christmas. And I, I said, G, no. I, will, I, like, I was like, G, I will break those CDs. I swear she, to God, because I'm not I listening know, to them. Like, G, can you come dub me another? <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, I, that, I listen. That's just, <laughs> I just, uh, and back to Jaheem. I need to go back to him for a second and close his ass out. You got to go look at the fucking video of him talking. He looks like a fucking genie with this damn pink and orange fucking turban hat on. He looked like he's like at, he's like a fucking, at a circus act. He is a circus act. At the act. Universal Soul Circus. Like <laughs> That's the only people that was going to give him a fucking chance to sing again. Because mm. he probably owe everybody else some fucking money for fucking smoking up all the meth. So get your dumb ass off the roof. You've been kicked off the roof as well. You were never on my roof, but you've been booted. I talked about it with the Brandy and Chris Brown song earlier. Do better. <laughs> Just do better. Like, do I mean, better, man. Uh, like that song, Can't Head On Us, We Fabulous. Well, we hating on you. You're not fabulous. So so get the, uh, get the H-E-R-E. Also, more baseball teams. I've my homie just hit me up or whatever are now declining to play today and everything. So shout out athletes, Iron Man, making a movement. All it takes, you have the voice to exercise. All it takes. I mean, people got to follow the movement. That's it. We're not asking for like the world. We're asking to be treated equally. Like my guy. People think it's so hard. People make this shit difficult. Mm. They make it big time difficult. Like, 
a lot of this shit, even down to that versus battle, people make it difficult. <laughs> so you, gotta, you, you got to, you got to sit back and just kind of like let the shit happen. Like it's day to day. Can I, can I ask something and everything too? Cause I mean, I, I never got your opinion on this. So, um, you know, like there, there's been a lot of names floated out there and everything, but like I think this was last week, if I'm not mistaken, where or maybe the week before that, where they were talking about um, Usher and Chris Brown, and like you know, people lost their minds about that. Well, that's the verses people have really been wanting. But you what know, would you, Chris, think? you know, Chris Brown had asked said that he would only do uh, verses with himself. <laughs> and that might have been you know, the you know talking. I fucks with Chris heavy man with Chris be wildin' man like. that might have been the meth talking a little heavy but um cause you know he's like meth and he spears too he out here on it too man that's why I, that's why I laughed at people when they when like he was first talking like yo I'm gonna put out a um I'm gonna put out an album with like all these tracks and everybody was like there's no way and I was like do you know how many songs his ass could do in one night high as hell Hey, that nigga be zooted. You ever seen that video when he was in the club? You ever seen that video when he was in the club and uh, he came in snorting coke off his office? Oh, hand? I, I'm pretty sure I have. Yes. Yeah, like he came in the club. It was like, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> nigga started dancing like he was Michael Jackson. That's just ironic as hell. Too. I was I was at work earlier and I was watching a video. And somehow it sent me down a rabbit hole of like Kevin McCall talking about their fallout. And Kevin pretty much was just like, you know, Chris doesn't get it and everything. Like, why do you want to be a game banger? You could have been the net. You could have been this era's Michael. What the fuck were you doing? A lot of people have to have a narrative to go with their story. Jesus. Like, can you just imagine? He was trying. He wasn't trying to be the next Michael. He was trying to be the next Bobby Brown. They all want to be Bobby though. <laughs> Somebody said they was like, "Yo, everybody got to be Bobby." They was like, you know, every, every like all like most of the R and B, whatever. Like, we don't get the Tevin Campbell. I'm in loves and everything. It's always like, nah, like you know, I'm rocking your chicken. You wanted to end up like Tevin though. Well, I don't. You would have to inform me on really what happened because I only know like those two tracks off the first album. You talking about Tevin Campbell? Yes. Tevin Campbell. And I love Tevin Campbell. Listen here. Yo, hey, who you talking about your mama almost named me that? Listen. <laughs> Woo! You almost were Tevin. Gosh. You were. Um, but Tevin Campbell, like, had got caught up, like, in some prostitution or soliciting somebody. Oh. Yeah, that oh, was, like, okay. kind of what dead his career. And then, I mean, he kind of, he had a drug problem, um, prostitution problem. Um, and then um, BET I came and dug him out. You know, BET can go dig somebody out of the grave right now. Yeah. And bring them back for a tribute. And so um, they found him, and, I mean, he kind of popped back on the scene, but he still got his voice. It's just, um, yeah, that's that. I, I saw when Jeezy brought him out for, um, you know, his fiance's birthday and everything, and I saw his face. So I just uh, I would I just said like that's not just age that's drugs because you know like we we age pretty good you know what I'm saying yeah I mean black, <laughs> like, I always say black <laughs> black don't crack unless you smoke it <laughs> that's it um just point blank period it don't crack unless you smoke it mm. and I know plenty of people that smoke crack and, and they got off of it and they got they got it together but some people just kind of took the harder road or that harder hit or harder line 
No, but no, all, all that to say, like, pretty much, like, whenever I be sending, like, I'll send you and I'll send my other homies, like, certain R&B tracks. And it's mainly, like, the women. And they're just like, oh, this reminds me of, like, that 90s R&B sound or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, these artists are here. You just got to find them. Yeah, I mean, I can put you on to lots of songs that won't, like, hit to anything like that. I love going on to the album tracks. So that's why even thinking about album tracks and going back to the versus battle, it ain't about the hits to me because they got songs on their albums that were not released as singles that I love. Most of the songs that I love by Brandy are not even hits. They were album cuts. So that's why I always said I was like, as far as like, you know, and, you know, you know I was going to say it, of course, at the tail end and everything, whatever I do a playlist, like monthly, like I'm the guy that's like, yo, if I go through your shit and everything, I'm going to go find the album cuts or whatever. And people are going to be like, oh, I ain't even heard this track. I'm like, yeah, you got to go through full albums, man. Shout out to you and shout out to our cousin Michael, whatever. Like, y'all got me going back through full albums. Cause, you know, it was just a moment of like people only listen to singles and that was it. Back in the day, we didn't have, we didn't have a chance to <clears throat> skip over tracks and stuff. Especially if you bought the cassette tape, you had to listen to that shit and flip the side. Unless right, right. Unless you was going to sit there and fast forward and wait for it to uh, get through that song and try to keep stopping and playing, see where you at. You ain't have time about that, so you listen to the album. And kind of with a lot of albums that came out in the 80s, R&B albums, you had a fast slide, you had a fast side and a slow side. So and shit, say, I mean, albums were barely, albums were barely like 40-something minutes or whatever. Yeah, and it just really depends, but you had that fast side, you had that slow side, so it was like set up like, well, yeah, y'all dance and stuff like that, you might be drinking, chilling, something like that, and then the album keeps slowing down gradually, then you get to the slow side, like, all right, it's time to fuck. And and Booyah, like I mean, that's how the albums used to be set up. Like some some people, I knew that's how the Babyface album was set up. Shout out to your mama because she played it out. They wore oh, about man. three or four of them tapes out. But um, yeah, so I mean, that's how the albums were set up. So I mean, it. That's why my playlist, I, I'm able to go and just find songs and, and just put them in the order. Like I, I'm a vibe person, and so I just put all my music like how I vibe with it. And how it play and just the mood and how it feels. I have I have playlists for every mood. Oh, stuff. They're interchangeable too. Oh yeah, because I I'm not, I hit you with stuff all the time. Like, yo, I didn't know this was like you know a cover or like pretty much a remake of this song or whatever from like you know whatever random group or person. Mm-hmm. Big time. So I mean, that's why I always be like, hey, would well, this sound like this and. You know, I can always spot a sample, and when I can't spot it, I go to our faithful website. That's it. And find it out. But usually I'm spot on. It'll sometimes yeah. be them songs that have multiple samples wrapped up in both of them. That I'd be like, oh, I didn't know that was in there. But then I hear it, and I'd be like, okay, well, true. So, Most of. But it's, uh, it's getting time to about get out the roof. You know, we just wanted to come for a short while, not a long while, and just... um. Like I said, it's a pleasure for me. Anytime I can come on the roof, talk with my brother. I don't got to be on the roof, talk with him. I come on the phone, go to his house. We be at the same house. We grow up together. So, to have you on the roof. But again, just keep listening, supporting podcasters. It's a different type of atmosphere, especially black podcasters. You know, it's a lot of good dope material out that you can catch up on. And again, like tune into his Don't Bite Your Tongue with Mookie. He's on every podcasting platform. The link will be in the the details for this episode. 
like always, so you can reach him on his uh, social media, check out his podcast, and um, and just get with it. Most stuff, man. You know, I usually say this at the end of mine and everything. Remember, guys, like always, rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and all that going to be in the description, the bio below. Follow the socials. Um, I have most of my playlist up there or whatever on Apple Music and Spotify. You know, I don't have anything on title or anything else, I guess, what people listen to. But, you know, those are the two main ones. That's what I have the playlist on this month and everything. We have the Doll Days of Summer where... You know, as my homie joked or whatever one time, he's like, Mook, I'm telling you, like, you're the only person I know, whatever. I'll be like, I was listening to one of your playlists. That shit went from like future to like fucking Anita Baker or some shit. And I was just like, bro, that's how, so that's the type of shit I be on, you know? Um, Check out myself and my uh, some of my homies and everything, whatever, on Twitch. We're not there playing video games or whatever, you know, like, you know, just we doing all this content and everything. Like, bro, say, like, not only just black podcasters or whatever, like we do all this work ourselves. There's no team over here behind us. Yeah. You know, speaking into existence. Big time. Always, always laugh or whatever. When these people or whatever, it's just, Oh, we putting out all this content or whatever. I'm like, nigga, you got whole teams. You press a button and everybody else does everything. Like get out of here. No, nobody's here to edit the episode for us. Make cover art, do all the posting to all the social media stuff, all this, all these different things that you got to do to keep it up. And then they try to put it on so people can see it because the algorithms is fucked up. People always say, I don't see your your podcast like when you post the stuff. It's like I when I posted the shit about Brandy and Monica yesterday, I instantaneously, simultaneously just had all these people hitting it up. But if I post about my podcast, it's two or three people that see it. I'm not sure. Maybe it could be you paying me and not listening to me, and that's fine. You'll catch on the drift one day, and if not, fuck it. I enjoy the people who do rock with me, so I appreciate that. But that's it, you know, coming to the end of the roof before we go back down these damn steps because you know, them steps get a little, they get, they get a bitch, a bitch tired going up them steps, be out of breath. But we've been on the roof, we've had a good time on the roof. I definitely had a good drink and some good snacks on the roof tonight. And, um, till always, meet me on the roof. <laughs>